Today we're going to talk about sensory overload and overstimulation of the brain. And many of you may experience or may have experienced this in your body, in your brain, in your life of overstimulation, sensory overload, just overwhelmed, anxiety, depression, um, just being confused and just constantly cluttered in your brain and your your mind is all over the place. So I'm going to talk about this today. It's a very common thing um, with a lot of folks now with the access to social media and different platforms and YouTube and podcasts and all these different things, but with TV and you know, you have access, ease of access to so much. And I'm going to relate this back to what's currently going on in my life. And, you know, maybe this can help you if you're experiencing experiencing any of these difficulties right now in your life. Hopefully it does. And yeah, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Fitness Crew Podcast. And today we're talking about sensory overload and a numerous amount of other topics. But more importantly, if you've ever experienced anxiety, depression, overstimulation, and all these other factors, I want to kind of relay them back to what's currently going on in my life and how I've had what I think is some sensory overload recently Sensory overload, um, reading off of Google here, sensory overload occurs when one or more of the body's senses experiences overstimulation from the environment. There are many environmental elements that affect an individual. Examples of these elements are urbanization, crowding, noise, mass media, technology, and the explosive growth of information. Also, anxiety and stress has a number of detrimental physical and mental symptoms. So if you experience anxiety, if you experience stress, there are a certain amount of factors. A lot of people do. Let's face it, most people deal with anxiety and stress. And the environmental factors can contribute to that, just like the anxiety and stress can contribute back to it and overwhelm you. It says here, the immediate sensory overload can build into intense sensory issues, affecting all five senses adversely. Additionally, the heavy anxiety that comes from overstimulation can result in feelings of helplessness and cause depression. So, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. And it's a real topic. You know, it's it's something that I've been wanting to talk about, but I haven't been experiencing it. And if you can tell, I'm a little, <clears throat> little uh, hoarse this morning and <clears throat> not feeling that great. Wow. The crew isn't feeling too well. Well, <clears throat> that's why I wanted to do this show. Um, my focus is to keep it as real as with you guys as possible. And although I'm not sick, I don't have the flu or anything, I'm not technically sick, I think what I've experienced over the last week was sensory overload. So stress can come in many forms. Sickness can come also in many forms. It doesn't have to be the flu. Your body will catch a virus or have an imbalance and try to correct itself with getting you sick and and, and just letting you know like, hey, we got to 
we got to fix this. We got to fix this. So that's probably why you need more rest or you feel fatigued or you feel sluggish. So personally, I've taken a look back recently and two weeks ago, let's, I'm going to go back two weeks. So two weeks ago, I went out rarely, which I rarely do for an Italian to an Italian restaurant and had some food that I normally wouldn't have and drank a lot of wine. And it was great. It was amazing. But just following that on the weekend, I went to see my family and it was like a three hour drive in a car. I had to rent the car, had to boogie up there. Then the next three days I was driving back and forth, back and forth over a hundred miles a day, trying to see everybody, please everyone. Right. And then I had to go back to New York city and I was driving and it was overwhelming. And then I went back to my nine to five job. Remember I work here. So the fitness crew is outside of that and I'm working my ass off. I'm working my tail off and overwhelming myself. I, w I felt fine the entire time and I wasn't giving myself the time to realize that I was overwhelming or harming myself. And it's funny because last episode, I think I was like, I haven't got sick in two years and it's ironic and I should be smacking myself for that. But you know, the truth is that it comes in so many different forms. You don't realize it. So the other night before I went to bed, before I felt weird, it was like Friday night, I felt very confused. I was like thinking of nonstop nonsense. I went to sleep. I had really weird dreams. Have any of you ever experienced this? If this relates to you, please message me on Instagram. Um, I felt really not myself. My brain was cluttered. Um, my mind was foggy. You ever experienced these symptoms? And I did not I did not feel sick. But the next day I woke up, we had to run somewhere else. We had to do another errand. I had to run somewhere and like put all my energy towards going to New Jersey, I think. I so I had to run that's you know, a whole day trip and you gotta do do things and take care of errands, right? <clears throat> so as soon as I get back to my apartment. Saturday afternoon, I realized something's not up. Something's not right. I realized, and I told my wife this, I said, I don't feel good. I already know the sickness is trying to get me. Like I, I said it jokingly, but I'm like, oh, the old sickness is out to get me. I feel it coming. And I felt it coming. I swear to God. <clears throat> and that night I felt miserable. And um, Sunday I felt worse. And Monday... <clears throat> that's bad isn't it isn't that bad monday it felt even worse and this is just phlegm that i'm coughing up for my body because it's been 48 72 hours already 72 hours already so it's crazy because i was eating healthy you know one thing i think i realized was when i saw my family i had a few whiskeys I had some wine. Last week, I had, on Friday night, I had a couple whiskeys. And I don't drink, like, whiskey ginger and soda and shit. No, I drink straight whiskey. So I'm not loading up with sugar. And I think whiskey's cool and good for your palate if you have it um, once in a while. I'm just saying. 
you know, nowadays they want to have these green beers and sugar beers and shit. Just, when's the last time you can just drink a straight beer? Can you drink? Anyways, I don't want to get sidetracked. So drinking may have contributed, but then I thought back to my work week and how much coffee I had. And I joke about it on the podcast. Oh, you know, so much cold brew. This podcast is highly caffeinated. You know, I joke about it. Overstimulation comes in many forms, and that may be caffeine. So I may have been having too much caffeine. So I'm not going to cut off caffeine, but I'm going to back off a little bit. Just back off just a little bit. Not cut it off, just back off slightly. And maybe there's multi-factors for everything. So a lot of people say, oh, you get sick from being in the cold. No, you don't. That's just a factor. Viruses are easily transferable when it's colder weather. Fact. It's just a factor. But eating like shit may get you more sick. Or these these environmental stressors, which I'm experiencing. So now I realize, you know, I'm very resilient when it comes to feeling bad. Because I get my sleep, I get my hydration, I take my vitamins, I eat my fibrous vegetables, my greens, my kale, my broccoli, my grass-fed beef. I keep eating. I actually eat more when I'm not feeling well or 100%. And when I say I haven't been sick for two years, I mean like sick sick i mean like throwing up right for like the flu or something it's more than two years with this case i'm just off like i don't feel 100 percent. i'm fatigued my body is sore i knew it when you know maybe you can experience this or relate your muscles are sore your mobility is affected when my mobility is affected or my knee hurts for some random reason i'm like what's going on everything hurts i'm walking slower i don't have the energy your body's trying to tell you something. So for me, ironically enough, walking slower, things hurting, things slowing me down has helped clear my mental brain fog. And the body and the mind is incredible. It's incredible. It wouldn't slow you down unless you need to. I've been operating on such high, full power octane so much coffee and just adrenaline just revving up my engine i haven't been doing enough meditation haven't been doing enough yoga and it may be more meditation than yoga because i've done some yoga and actually i've been doing yoga frequently but the meditation may be the key because that's going to control your stressors and also you don't have your phone out or anything when you're meditating you kind of block off all sensors. So that's something that may be an answer for many of you is meditation, going into a dark room, just deep breathing and relaxation. In fact, right after this podcast, I'm going to go into a room and do some deep breathing and meditation, sit on the floor and just relax and breathe deeply for a good 15 minutes, 10 minutes and just block off everything. In fact, just talking about that gives me a relief of stress. And as much as I say this, I'm not like a stressed out guy or I don't have anxiety. I've never been diagnosed with anxiety or anything depressing or anything, but stress happens to everyone. And maybe I'm sensitive to that. Maybe I have sensitive things and there's other factors that go into it. Maybe you are sensitive to that. Maybe you are have more sensitivity to stress than others. That's probably why it's important to listen to this. I always talk about 
training and you got to put in the work and you got to eat the right foods and you got to sleep, you got to hydrate. All these things are true. But if you're not handling your stress, then this will happen. And I'm an example of that. And when you're not feeling well, you're not able to train. That's a step back that I'm taking right now. I'm not, not able to train and I'm recovering. Now, here's the crazy part. Tomorrow, I leave on vacation to a warm climate with fresh air. I'm not going to be in the city. So everything happens for a reason, you know, and that's at least that's what folks say. And I'm a big believer in that. I'm going to be on an island, chilling, breathing fresh air in a warm climate in 24 hours. That's exciting. And it's also, I'm not going to have my access to coffee nonstop. I'm going to drink a lot of water. I'm going to stay hydrated and I'm going to relax. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm going to relax. I'm going to get some vitamin D. I'm going to jump in the ocean. I'm going to go do some swimming. I'm going to do some lunges on the beach and kind of take a step back and just completely disconnect. Speaking of which, I'm not going to do a podcast like this for at least another week. I may do a run uncut here and there, but maybe not. Maybe just take a little spring break here. So bear with me. You know, I'm going to do that. It's, It's priority number one. I always say this, fam. Priority number one is taking care of yourself because then you can lead by example. And I'm still grinding through it. You know, I, I listen, I'm listening to myself. Just because you're not feeling well doesn't mean you cut it off 100%. You still do what you can. You still push through and push above and beyond and, and show up and do what you got to do. But if you know that something's off and you need to take some time off or you need to take a sick day, just take it. Or if you feel it coming... Just take it. What I should have done was after that long weekend last week, I should have took a day off right after. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? And you think, but that's where you learn. That's where you adjust, all right? That's where you make the adjustment. So now reflecting, hindsight is always 20-20, reflecting. You could probably look back at multiple things that you've experienced and be like, ooh, I should have done this instead. Well, next time that happens, have the awareness that Maybe you are burning the candle at both ends and you need to take a step back and take a day off before you overwhelm yourself and get over sensory overload or get sick or your body tries to, you know, break down. So that's currently what I'm experiencing. And I did something really cool this morning, which I think was super effective. And I'll leave you with this. On top of continuing to eat well, sleeping really well. I'm not sleeping well. I've been tossing and turning, but I've been sleeping. Got to get sleep in. Um, I, this morning, I took a cold shower. And I, when I say cold, I mean this thing was cold. And I haven't done that for a while. And typically, once a week or a couple times a week, I'll do a cold shower. I haven't done that for a while. When you're overstimulated, a cold shower may be one of the things that help you get back on track. I swear to God, I was screaming, I was swearing, I was home alone. I'm yelling, I'm screaming, I'm swearing, and people next door probably think I'm losing my mind. Breathing heavy, but that's really what your body wants. I'm breathing, it sounds like I'm hyperventilating, I'm, ah, ah, you know. And um, I felt way better. Like, I just did a long 30-second count. I put the shower in as cold as possible, I hopped in, went in, right, not one toe in, you know, at first... I actually put one toe in to test it. And I was like, screw it. And let it run down your back. 
down your spine, on the top of your head, just get everything cold. And I felt my spine just like, thank you. I needed this cold. I needed this temperature change. I needed to cool down. It's like my engine was too hot. It needed it. So tonight I may do the same thing, cold, ice cold shower, or maybe an even an ice bath, throw some ice cubes in there and just hold it for a minute. And just get your body submerged in cold. I think cold therapy is something that is commonly overlooked. Cold temperature doesn't cause a disease, guys, or virus, or being in the cold. That's a common myth. It's just that viruses are easily transferable in the cold. So if you shake someone's hand or someone sneezes on you or something like that, then it's more... That's why people get more sick during this time, but also there's multi-factors into it as it's around the holiday time, you know, we just came off that, or St. Patrick's Day, or whatever the reason is, people eat like shit and drink like shit, it helps their, it doesn't help their immune system be in a better position, um, so you're more able to catch a virus. So that's what happened to me. I'm being vulnerable today, as always. I'm not trying to be perfect, nor will I ever be. I don't have the answers to all of your questions, nor will I ever have them. And if someone tries to tell you that, they're full of shit. And also with my clients and my, you know, my clients, I try to tell them, you know, I teach them the mindset. There's a million ways to get results. My whole thing is teaching you the mindset. I've experienced a lot so I can truly help you. And having the right mindset towards results will get you there. A lot of times you just need that assistance. You can listen to this podcast and pick up on probably 90% of what's going on and how to get results. That's fine. You can do that. You don't have to pay me anything. If you want the true assistance, if you want the real experience, then you will sign up and become a client. And that's a different level. That's a different level of understanding. Um, and I am currently taking on clients and, you know, um, yeah, shameless plug with that, but there's a different level. There's a different level. That's all I got to say. Um, you know, 90% of you will love listening to the podcast and, you know, listening to the Instagram stories and the valuable information that you can pick up, which you can, but there is that five to 10% that would be like, you know what? I want to learn more about the mindset and more of the dirt and more of the details behind exactly how to dial this in. And for you guys, that would be me, you know, that'd be reaching out to me directly, setting up a month-to-month program and getting in and getting some coaching calls. And with my clients, coaching calls are 100% built in. This is something that's not like I send you a PDF file or like a meal plan file. No, I don't just send you an email and say, have a nice day. We set up calls weekly, one call a week, coaching, accountability, and setting up your requirements and your goals and then we strive after them so and also i don't set you up for a lifetime client deal it's not like i try to keep you as a client forever nope try to keep you in a program for three to six months depending on how severe your situation is and how much work you really need so three months for someone who's already at a good level they just need a lot of help like getting back on the mental track good level meaning health wise physical wise you know they're not obese six months for someone who's probably chronically obese or suffering through diabetes or something like that and i can truly help with those folks as well because i've worked with a lot of them i worked with many of them so i hope that you all enjoyed this episode i hope you guys have a fantastic day make sure to check me out on instagram at the fitness crew cru make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and i will see you or you will hear me in the next episode. Peace.